Happy New Year! Oh my god, you guys, it's 2018. What the fuck? <laughs> Let's get it going right. Um, we're gonna do that horrible thing where we flash back to 2017 at the beginning. Oh, shit. You haven't even said hello to I the didn't audience even yet. Do the whole intro. Yeah. Oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Okay, so I'm still hungover. Ready? Hi, Hi. I'm Ruby. And I'm Cody. And, and this... this is the, the swirl. Swirl. <laughs> <laughs> we are going to do interpretive dance to that one. Yes. That's what we do. And we're here. Happy New Year, everyone. We're so glad that you're joining us for an all new episode of the swirl. And we're kind of coming to you from the past, but you don't need to know all that. Uh, <laughs> I'm go- yes. So I know you love Spotify as much as I love Spotify because um, you have your awesome Club Coco list Thank that you, you put out um, on a monthly basis, which totally I love it. It feeds my like that dinner time thing where I'm like, I don't want to make dinner. And then I like put it on and I'm like, OK, I can do this. Mm-hmm. Um, so Spotify did this great thing where they made a list of your top songs for the 2017 calendar year. And, um, some of mine were awesome. Some of them needed some explanation. And I thought it'd be really fun to kind of go through our Spotify list to see if there was anything, like, worth talking about. Okay. So, so go ahead and pull it up, okay? Listen to you. Yes, it is pulled up. I have actually, this is the first time I'm looking at it. Oh my god, so, so, is there anything, do you have any initial feelings? You're making faces. Uh, it's... It's interesting. I think because of the diversity of Club Coco, some of these picks maybe aren't all in line with me. But some of them really are. Like, I really love the Fat Joe Remy Ma album Plata o Plomo that came out last year. They oh. had the song All the Way Up okay. that was really big. Um, top of my list here is Spaghetti from that album. Got some Kendrick Lamar with Loyalty featuring Rihanna. Love that one. Um, we need to talk about how much Dr. Dre is on my list. I'm so proud of myself. You were having a big Defiant Ones moment last year. I was. I really, like, I listened to so much Dr. Dre. This shows me how, like, tacky my music options are sometimes. I was gonna say, like, I feel like you with Club Coco, for me, it's teaching yoga. Like, I have uh-huh. some yoga songs in here. And then, of course, like, I share my Spotify with Zachary. So, like, there's a bunch of dinosaur songs. I just and, bet like, there are. The Circle of Life. <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's um, Kesha in here. Like, I didn't expect that to happen. But, yeah, there. this is very... Uh, this is very interesting. Uh, a little Imagine Dragons, little Demi Lovato, David Guetta. I love that song. I definitely don't listen to Zane, but he made it in there somewhere. That's interesting. Um, the Weeknd, whose song Die For You was featured in Insecure. That That's on the list, I assume, because I, I, okay. I may have had sex to it this year. Um, speaking of which... <laughs> speaking of which, one of our listeners um, on Facebook requested... I mentioned in an episode late last year that I was going to put up a sex playlist, and I'm putting this out in the ether right now. We will be releasing a Swirl sex playlist. Okay. Well, I feel like we're going to make that happen. Uh, Now, on other subjects, my dear Ruby, I mentioned to you two things that, you know, we're in this new year. I'm trying to kick it off right. Last year, I had a lot of um, upheaval. I left the job that I was at for a long time. Um, I'm starting to really assert myself and declare the things that I want and be intentional in the things that I'm doing. And I hope that 
people who are listening are doing the same and that you're finding yourselves inspired. Uh, but there, there are certain times where doubt creeps into your mind and where you're trying to figure out if you're on the right track. And sometimes the right meme or the right word will come to us. That's why, that's why we do the good word every week, right? Like we're trying to make sure that right. you're, he- you're hearing the right thing every week. So I came across two memes that really resonated with me recently. I shared them with you and I wanted to talk to you a little bit about them. Uh, the first one is before you diagnose yourself with depression or low self esteem, first make sure that you are not in fact surrounded by assholes. How on point is that? Yeah, I mean, it's, okay, so I will say I have some feelings about this meme because I feel like depression is a chicken-egg situation um, and that there's a lot of things that, like, I can agree with that people will say, like, oh, you know, like, you're not depressed, you just don't exercise enough, or you're not depressed, you just, like, eat too much cheese, or you're not depressed, you need to drink some green juice. Um, so I definitely think that like, we should be aware of the context in which our mental health exists for sure. But I do want to put a caveat here, like depression and mental illness, like it's not contextual. Like when, when you're depressed, like you're depressed, whether you're at fucking Disney world or not. (laughs) Well, and and I too, I don't want to, I don't mean to say that to be like lighthearted about people who are suffering with depression or, and and I know you know that I I didn't mean that, but there's something to be said for, there are these times in life where we're doubting ourselves and we're doubting our ability and we're doubting what we bring to the table. And it's really about the fact that you may, you might be around people who are bringing you down or people who are, you know, (laughs) people are terrible, like uplifting and (laughs) well, there is that, but that you might be around people who aren't (laughs) uplifting and validating you. You know, there's there's something no. to be said for that. Right. And like and the other thing too is like uh it's hard out there for everyone right now. And so I think it's really difficult. Um a lot of people are taking their bullshit out on other people. Mm-hmm. Um and, and I don't mean like their bullshit, I just mean like, you know, it's scary. Like the president is an idiot and um we're in a time and, and a place where things are just kind of crazy. And I think it's ripping up a lot of like uh wounds and things that other that people have been carrying around for a long time. And um so yeah, I do think you need to take stock of who's in your life. And I really feel like if there's people in your life that you're talking to out of obligation, you need to just cut those people out. Because yeah. like I'm over it. I don't have enough time for that shit. Yeah, and again, you're you're blocking yourself from a blessing when you're keeping around old energy a lot of times. Um, 100%. So something, the other part of the, the meme that I share with you is uh, I felt like in my life um, I have quite a few scars. You know, emotional, physical, like literally, like I, you know, had a tummy tuck. Uh, like I actually have a full scar that I yeah. see every day. And I had to start thinking about it in terms of like, yes, I have this scar that exists on my body, but that really means that I survived something. You know, I had to sort of flip the way that I thought about that. So I've started to talk a lot or work through this idea that your scars tell a story. They show that you've lived life. They show that you survived things. So if your scars tell a story, will you use your scars or will your scars use you? Because a lot of time there are people who are being led by this idea that, hey, uh, this thing happened to me and now this is who I am. And it's really important. Right. They just try to make sure. Right. And, and it's not, it's not that at all. You know, it's, 
it's you get to um, be about your narrative. Like you get to create your narrative. So the other yeah. meme that it, the other meme I shared with you said, "Remember, your dreams are as hungry as your demons. So make sure you're feeding the right ones." So I yeah. want I wanted to ask you, what do you do when you're having moments of self doubt? Um, what do you do to make sure that you're keeping yourself lighthearted and positive, or that you're keeping yourself on track? Is it is it talking to friends? Do you have a po- yes. do, is it a positive affirmation that you share with yourself? Um. Yeah. So, well, I mean, I get on my yoga mat is the number one thing I do, um, because usually that's what happens is I haven't been on my yoga mat and then I freak the F out and it's terrible. Um, and then usually I will text either Sarah or Vanessa. Hi girls. They're my, um, go to, they will call me on my bullshit and tell me I'm being like ridiculous and that I'm really an amazing human being. Mm -hmm. Um, and I talk to my husband who's awesome and I try to like create space because I think for you and I, it's like we go, go, go all the time that we don't create space. Um, and I try to take in art that makes me happy. Um, there's actually a yoga, like, uh, thing that people will say in Western yoga. There's a traditional story that, um, a grandson was talking to his grandfather about life. And the grandfather said, you know, within each of us, there are two wolves. Um, one is anger and, uh, scarcity and jealousy and, um, and, and badness. The other is happiness and fullness and, and, um, gratitude. And, um, the, the two wolves are fighting inside of every human. And the grandson says to the grandfather, which one wins? And the grandfather says, the one you feed. Mm -hmm. So it's totally the same idea of like, you have the choice you know, to feed the wolf inside of you. That's the good wolf. You have to figure out which wolf it is and you have to make that choice to invest in it. So I love that. It's such a great like new year, uh, intention to have is to feed the good wolf inside of you. Well, and again, we're in the new year. So I just want to make sure that everyone is getting started on the right foot. And a lot of that stems from making sure that you're in the right headspace to conquer the year, particularly it's winter time. So you're already feeling a little tired and the New Year's happen, and everybody's telling you you're supposed to feel uplifted and high energy. I don't know how that works. All I know is yeah. everything, it, it's a consistent push through the year. It doesn't just have to be January where you're, you're assessing and reassessing the things in your life and the things that you want and things you want to do. Totally. Yeah. Well, on that note, we'll be back in just a moment with our first Here For It of the year. And then after that, Ruby, yeah. Ruby's got our uh, Q&A, and then finally, I have a very special good word. Why is it very special? Why am I acting like it's not the same inspirational foolishness um, that we have every week? The, the Q&A this week involves titties, so I know you're going to be about it. <laughs> I got my own set. You want to see? No. <laughs> Y'all, just, he's flashing I just me. flashed it's Ruby. Awesome. Oh boy. Um so we'll be back. Stay 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 around, <laughs> stick around. <laughs> this is episode sixty-nine. Yeah. Did you expect no, this episode you, was you, gonna be like filthy? Yes! <laughs> Two episodes you said to me, you were just like, Can we not have a sexually themed episode? And I was like, Okay. I know, but we just but have to This week we I'm trying to inspire sex. people and stuff. 
And here I am as like, let's talk about titties. Well, that'll be Q&A, and we're not quite there yet. So let's go <laughs> to our segment called Here For It, where we like to talk about the things that are getting us jazzed up this week. And I think I'm supposed to go first, right? Yes. Nobody's paying attention to what's this Yeah. <laughs> I messed it up for us in the last episode, but it you are correct. You are supposed to go first. Okay, so... Start the new year off right. I am here for random acts of kindness. And um, I just feel like it's time to plug random acts of kindness. Um, I've been really stressed, and I was super stressed over the holiday season. I was traveling a lot for work. I had, like, shifts in my client work that were happening. I had people needing me all at once on top of all of the holiday nonsense. And um, I found myself in a hotel uh, in Alexandria, Virginia, and one of the things that I did was I left a really nice tip for the housekeepers. Um, which you should be doing anyway, but I left them a note that just said, thank you so much. The room was great. You guys are fantastic. Um, thank you. And then when I went downstairs, there were men in army fatigues at the breakfast bar. And so Mm -hmm. I bought them breakfast. And so it instantly brought my stress levels down to be able to do something nice for other people. And that's not to say that you should be like daddy warbucksing all over the place and like buying bitches breakfast and shit. But my (laughs) point is, is that there's probably a way that you can connect to the other humans that you run into on a day-to-day basis in a real way that really will make a difference in your life and in their lives and that they're just gonna feel better about things so I am here for random acts of kindness I'm gonna keep doing them I think my my new year's resolution this year is not weight or fitness related it's that I'm gonna try to be kinder and to do things um to surprise and delight people on a regular basis and treat other people as the equal humans um that they are. It's not a completely selfless act. You get so much from doing for other people. I mean, you know, it, I know that it's 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 not supposed to be like an altruistic thing, but you get you get to you get some good juju, and you get those good endorphins from helping out other people. And I'm a big proponent for not waiting until somebody's gone to give them their flowers. So kudos 100%. to you, kudos to you. So. Yeah. My here, yeah. My here what about you, Cody? Oh. What are you here for this week? <laughs> <laughs> my here for it this week is uh, all about women's rage. <laughs> ah. um, there is a new podcast. It's called "For a Bad Time Call," and it serves to help women to find a place to scream, yell, sigh, share things that they wouldn't possibly be able to share otherwise. So, if you call. One six six nine bad time. You will be led to a voicemail box where you can recap arguments that happen with your racist coworker, uh, your terrible boyfriend, and it's all about being able to rage it out and to be heard. So Ooh. the premise of this podcast is they think that women's anger is underrated, useful, and productive. So if you call, they keep your information private and they publish your call on their podcast. So there are two, I think as of the time of our, this publication, there might be three or four episodes at this point, but I, I just think it's really cool. Um, specifically in the time of me too, uh, for women to be able to have a, a opportunity to talk and to share their frustration or their exasperation or their displeasure and be able to, uh, commiserate with each other. And not only that for men, 
probably a really good time, as you and I have discussed in the past. Sometimes it's time to talk. Sometimes it's time to listen. And I think right now it's time to listen. Amen. So everybody, yeah. everybody, check check out. Uh, don't be Lena Dunham. Believe women. Uh- <laughs> never loved you more than I love you right now. You finally, finally have come over. Finally. Do not drag me down that black alleyway. (laughs) I am that dark alleyway. I am fine. I do not need any Lena Dunham rating on my parade. All right. No, that's awesome. I already know, like, I have something I want to tell this podcast. So that's awesome. I'm going to call him and I'm going to just let it go. Ladies, show up, show up for that podcast. I think you'll really appreciate it. And and I, uh, even though... I consider myself an ally and I'm a gay black man. I I learned a lot from listening to it. So thank you. Awesome. Now, when we return in just a moment, Ruby has this week's totally twisted titty uh, <laughs> Q&A. It's episode 69. There had to be some, but it's not going to be titties like you think. Oh, man. Damn it. Your expectations are a little high right now. And these just titties put them on low. the glass. These uh, titties are Just low. put them on the glass. Oh, my God. <laughs> We'll be right back. Ah, All right. And we're back. And it's time. Go ahead. Go ahead. Ruby. It's time. I (laughs) am waiting with bated breath. He's so excited. (laughs) I wish you could see his face. This is like, seriously. I love boobs. I love them. Oh, my God. Okay, are you ready for this? I am so ready. Dear Cody and Ruby. I'm a 50-year-old female. One of my dearest friends, who is just a few years older than I, has recently given up on wearing a bra. Okay. Unfortunately, this is causing no small distress to her several to several of her friends, as it is rather distracting. Recently, we all went on a trip together, and we went through our Snapchat. As we went through our Snapchats, she kept discarding pictures because, quote, I look terrible in this one. As far as we could tell, the only problem was that her bust line is now at the level of her waistline. She is a feminist and seems to really enjoy the freedom to hang loose, as it were. But how can we tactfully, tactfully tell her that this is not a good look on her? I thought of a sports bra with a birthday card that said, quote, only your friends will tell you. But I'm afraid that that wouldn't go over well. Any suggestions? Signed, bust a move. Oh, well... A lot of times, like, over time, I like that I'm grabbing my chest right now. Uh, women, they get those, like, underwire, like, marks. Is it, Could it be that she's not wearing a bra because she doesn't have a, a well-fitting one? Or is she just suddenly someone who's only wearing Lululemon at any given time? Because <laughs> I just feel like me? in... Yeah, I'm a, like, I'm asking, I'm asking you, like... What what would make a woman go, you know what, I'm over it. Like, I totally get, you come home, it's 6 o'clock, and you're just like, I'm over this bra, and you rip it off at the door. But what would make a woman just say, hey, I don't need this ever again? Yeah, I don't know, because, well, I I mean, one, bras are terrible. But, um, but I do think, like, at a certain age, is like, fuck it, who cares, you know? Um, but I think that this is a good, like, 
um, canary in the coal mine for a lot of discussions with your friends. Like, mm-hmm. do you, if you had a friend who like shaved um half their head, like you yeah. know, you know, I mean, the, our friends no, make choices that like maybe are not the choices that we would be interested in, and so I guess there is this like. Ha- how, when do you say something to somebody who, you know, you love and you want the best for, but you just think like, maybe that was not a choice that was a good one. Um, I, yeah, I don't know. I, and, and is there a tactful way to say it? Like, I kind of wonder, like, I, I, it, it, it's hard to, well, in certain situations, say things like, uh, Well, honey. sometimes, sometimes it makes a, all the difference in an outfit. Like, you can see someone who wears a shirt that is a size too tight, and then all of a sudden they have a muffin top, and you really want to say to them, like, hey, you would look, uh, more presentable, and I don't want to say appropriate, but you, you would look more presentable and then feel more comfortable if you were wearing a size up. But I feel right. like people get very nervous about... Because it is. It's very personal. But I'm just thinking about in the sense of, you know, if, you, if you're if you wearing an outfit and your boobs are at your navel, then suddenly you look frumpy and it kind of changes the whole look of what an outfit could be. So, you know, as a friend, you know, right. you could say, hey, like that outfit would, would go from an 8 to a 10 if you did X. I don't know. I just... It's really tough. I... I, look, I have friends who don't mince words, right. so <laughs> I I I know that I'm able to be authentic and honest with other people. Um, but if someone's personal com- but if it's someone's personal comfort, you know, like I, I I mocked you for Birkenstocks or in Uggs, but at the end of the day, if those are comfortable for you, then you you got to go live your life. Yeah, I'm going to do what I want. Um, and I think there's a <laughs> sneaky way to do this, too. Is like, um, if you're going bra shopping, maybe you'd be like, hey, Gabrielle, like, why don't you come with me yeah. to help me pick out my bras? And then maybe we could pick out some for you, like, when you're there. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's tough. But um, <laughs> I just wanted to talk about titties. So, yes. <laughs> I appreciate it. I mean, at that point, you know, the only women I knew who didn't wear bras growing up wore moo-moos, right? Like... So yeah. I, I just don't, you know, it's, that was sort of like a shapeless outfit <laughs> and right. very casual. They weren't really leaving the house, the women who I saw wearing those outfits. I just can't imagine somebody, I just feel like when you go outside, you put your game face on. Like, that's why I'm so adamant about not wearing sweatpants out in public and stuff like that. Because it's sort of like, there's casual wear and there's the I'm ready for the world. And let me tell you, this not wearing a bra shit is cute until you're being chased down an alleyway. Because you could get knocked the fuck out by yourself. Ouch. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like, cold. I mean, I, listen, you don't got to tell me Stephanie Ruby fills cups like double D's. Like, hey. I know. Like, I know. You could catch these hams. Not hands. Hams. <laughs> oh, Lord have mercy. Well, that's... Good luck, Busta Move. Be honest with your friend, but be sweet and tactful. That's my advice. And with that, it's time for us to get taken to church for the first time in this new year, twenty, the year of our Lord, 2018. Reverend Seaton, can you take us to church, please? Yes. Well, yes. well, heathens, it's time for me to take you to church. <laughs> brothers and sisters and friends and of the binary. Brothers and sisters. Uh, I, I, all I'm missing to do this is a lisp. Brothers and sisters, we are here <laughs> to discuss to you the mighty Lord. The Lord loves you, and the Lord wants you to be at your absolute best. So with that, dear beloveds, he 
here is this like, week's we good word. We are here today <laughs> to talk, discuss this thing we call life. Dearly beloved, we are gathered today to oh discuss this thing we call You're life. You're killing me, you guys. I'm Okay, we're at the end of the show. Here's the actual good word. This week's good word comes from the legendary actress Lena Horne. And she said, It's not the load that breaks you, it's how you carry it. So if you think about uh, all the times when you're going to pick something up and people say, Don't use your knees, you know, watch how you use your back. We are capable of handling way more than we know. We just have to know how to handle it. Amen. And I'm with here that. for it. Well, you guys know the deal. It is 2018, and it's nothing else has changed because the party does not end. It just relocates. Woo! Happy New Year from all of us here at the Squirrel. Mad love to the Pod Squad, Justine and Tim. Email us squirrelpodcast at gmail.com. At Squirrel Podcast on the tweets, on the Instagrams, on the Facebooks. Give us some clap back or send us your problems. We are here for you in this new year. And if you have a suggestion for a good word, we are totally open to some love from our listeners. Yeah, we could always learn from you guys. Um, So send us some love. Uh, That's it. It's a wrap. Thanks, everybody. Woohoo! Happy New Year.